Nugget number one, openness in marriage. At the innocent stage, before sin corrupted the nature of man, Adam and Eve were both naked and were not ashamed. This is the fine blueprint for marriage, that is, openness between husband and wife. Openness in marriage is the foundation of trust which serves as a nucleus for other values by which husband and wife can establish a successful marriage. Whatever you are hiding from your spouse is a time bomb that can grant your marriage when the secret is exposed to your spouse. In a marriage, where yeah, there is true love, there is nothing that there is not a wife to hide from each other. In this technological age, openness has become an impossible virtue of husband and wife. Are you surprised to hear that? Don't judge yet. Consider these questions. Does your spouse have access to your mobile phone? Does your spouse know the password of your mobile phone? Can your spouse pick your call and answer on your behalf without being queried? Will your spouse be happy if your Siri is through all the messages in your phone? Does your spouse know your income or salary? Take along these questions and find out if there's any little secrecy between you and your spouse. I want to stress at this juncture that if you desire to build a stable and successful marriage, don't allow any secret to exist between you and your spouse. This is good for the welfare of your marriage and your peace of mind and clear conscience. Hear this. A man was so secretive that he did not tell his wife that he was beaten by a dog. Few days later, he fell sick and was backing till he died of rabies. If he had told his wife he could not have died, I'm sure that his wife could have rallied around and need medical treatment for him and his life will be savage. Are you keeping any secret from your spouse? You need to open up now to your spouse so that you can have peace of mind and a clear conscience. Openness in marriage is not negotiable. It's very important. It's very good. You need it for the success of your marriage. You can make it. You can do it. You can be open. Practice it from now and settle down with your spouse and make necessary adjustment so that there will be openness in your marriage. Thank you. Be made blessed as you are practicing openness in your marriage. Nugget number two. Managing the differences between the husband and wife. The major problem that confronts the husband and wife is their differences. This has destroyed many marriages because of the inability of the husband and wife to understand their differences and manage them with wisdom and understanding. Are you being terrified 
by the differences between you and your spouse? Or are you planning to quit your marriage because of the differences between you and your spouse? Calm down and listen carefully to this nugget. Understanding this nugget, I believe, will make you change your mind. Mechanic of creation reveals that no two persons are the same. This is the reason we must relate with one another for progress and fulfillment of our mission on earth. Imagine, if part of our body are the same or they are performing the same function, we cannot accomplish any meaningful task. It is networking of the members of our bodies with their differences that makes us grow and discharge our duties effectively. Similarly, husband and wife are not homogeneous. God created husband and wife with unique differences. Ideally, husband and wife are to complement each other, not to compete with each other. That is, husband and wife combine together to form a dynamic partner that can build a happy and successful marriage. What is missing in the husband must be in the wife. This is the mystery of marriage. It follows that husband and wife that will build a successful and blissful marriage must manage their differences with patience, understanding and wisdom. There is power in diversities if they are well honest and managed. I can say you that you should not nag your spouse or take offense because of the differences between you. Love the differences and work on them. Your marriage will be strong. Your differences make your relationship exciting. Take on this. If both of you are introvert, your relationship will be boring. And on the other hand, if the two of you are extrovert, there will be tension in your relationship. God is wise in making you who you are and match you with your spouse with different disposition. Don't attempt to change your spouse. You should stay together patiently until you understand each other and accommodate your differences without any stress. This is maturity. It will help you to harness your differences and work as a team in building a dynamic, stable and happy marriage. The point to note in conclusion is, a successful marriage does not mean lack of differences between husband and wife, but the ability of the couple to turn their differences to strength and concede to each other when necessary. You should handle your minor differences with understanding, love and patience, and you will enjoy stable and blissful marriage. Try it, you'll be surprised how it will work like magic. God bless you. Nugget number three. Power of collective responsibility of husband and wife in marriage. From the moment a man and a woman come together in marriage, they become one. This is mathematics of marriage. That is, one plus one is equal to one. When my son had this sometimes for me, he retorted, saying, Daddy, you are wrong. 
Of course, mathematically it is wrong, but in the institution of marriage, it is very correct. Jesus Christ, the author of marriage, says in Matthew chapter 19, verses 5 and 6, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then, they are no longer two, but one flesh. That is to say that a marriage can only grow to a blissful and prosperous level if the husband and wife see themselves as one. And this is the fine blueprint for marriage. The husband and wife that see themselves as one we plan together and work together for the success of their marriage. There will be no division or monopoly in their interactions. If there is a mistake on the part of either the husband or wife, the two of them will accept collective responsibility for it. This will prompt them to work together and fix the problem that was caused by the mistake. Have you received the blame on your spouse for something that went wrong in your marriage? Did you nag your spouse when the effect of the error was badly had on you? Did you even withdraw to yourself and tell your spouse to face the consequences of his or actions alone? Or are you thinking now of abandoning your spouse in the marriage because of the effect of his or her action? All these actions cannot help the situation but rather compound it. Since the error was committed in the course of building your marriage, you should see it as a collective error and thus face the problems together. Collectively, sit down, examine the error with the mind of fixing it. Two S, you should know, are better than one. Problem share is hard solved. Remember, it could be your turn tomorrow to commit an error. Don't allow your marriage to remain in the wilderness for long by shifting blame on your spouse or leaving him to solve the problem alone. You are a partner together in the project of establishing a successful marriage. Therefore, working together guarantees your success. I want to give you an illustration for a better understanding. Marriage is like an aeroplane in a very high altitude with the husband, wife and their children as the only passengers. The husband and wife are co-pilot in the cockpit. If the husband makes any error and the plane is drifting, the wife will quickly take control to save their marriage plane from crashing. If it crashes, their entire family will be wiped off. So you then fold your hand and see your marriage drifting because of the error of your spouse. Always remember, you are both responsible for the success or failure of your marriage. As you share the joy of good actions 
of your spouse, you should share the consequence of his or action or mistake and fix the problem fast. People say, United we stand, divided we fall. I can say you, work together with your spouse and your marriage will never remain the same. Enjoy your marriage and continue to be romantic. Now get number four. Broad forgiveness of spouse offenses. Marriage is a life relationship between a man and a woman with the purpose of building a stable and peaceful family. If the marriage is to be peaceful and successful, relationship between husband and wife must be cordial and loving. Satan is aware of the potentials of the love-driven marriage, hence he works in a subtle way to destabilize cordial relationship between the husband and wife. The greatest weapon that Satan uses in this regard is unforgiving spirit. This spirit is a silent destroyer of marriage love. Unforgiving spirit once allows in one's mind against a spouse gives birth to bitterness, wrath, anger, evil speaking and malice. This in turn destroys the intimacy between the husband and wife. In most of couple seminar or counseling session that I've conducted, the common question is, how do you want me to forgive a man or woman who has done such and such to me? Some will be shedding tears when narrating the harrowing experiences they have with their spouses. My answer is always frank and practical. Forgive your spouse no matter the offense. My cancer is based on certain premises. Number one, as long as we are still living in this body, we are not angels. The fact is that love does not kill our weaknesses. Hence, we are bound to offend ourselves. Besides, one's good intention is at times being misinterpreted by one's spouse. Through forgiveness, such an issue is clarified and resolved. Number two, people that can offend themselves most are husband and wives. Why? Because they are always together and they interact together on daily basis and in every aspect of their lives. This makes them to see each other's mistake or fault more often than in any other relationship which is casual. Number three, marriage is a mystery of two people becoming one. There is no room for separation. If in the course of eating, for example, your teeth bite your tongue, will you go and take pliers and remove the teeth? Secondly, if your food is put on the table and by accident one of your legs mistakenly eats the table and the food spills on the floor, will you go and take cutlass and cut the leg away because you are terribly hungry? No. All the above point to the fact that no matter what our spouses might have done to us, we must forgive them. 
The worst scenario is the case of extra vital affairs. But then we have to forgive. We have to forgive because without forgiving, the marriage will crumble. Number four. We often offend God and He forgives us. If God forgives us all our sins, we must forgive our spouses all his or her sins, no matter the offenses and their frequency. Now, key that you need to know or have for you to be able to forgive readily is this. You should stop keeping the record of offenses of your spouse. This is against the principles of forgiveness. If you have such records, please, you need to burn them off because anytime you read them, you are renewing your wounds and you are making your heart to be more hostile and bitter towards your spouse. A lady came to me and narrated how her husband left her in a critical state in the hospital after losing the baby she had just delivered and ran away. She vowed that she would never forgive him and that she did not even want to see him again. I counseled her to forgive the man. In tears, she assured me that she had forgiven him. I then prayed that God should touch the man wherever he might be and bring him back home. Do you know, within two weeks, the man came back and apologized. You can see the power of forgiveness. He promised, I mean the man, promised to become a responsible husband. The lady then came to my office with joy and then shared her testimony with me. Your case too can be like that if you can forgive your runaway or wayward spouse. Are you saying, is it possible for man to forgive and forget? Maybe that question is coming up in your mind. My answer is yes, you can forgive and forget. If you really forgive your spouse, you may still remember the offense, but remembering the offense will not disturb your love to him or her. It will not even affect your relationship with him or her, and you won't refer to it when he or she offend you again. That is the spirit of true forgiveness. My final counsel to you is that before you do anything, call your spouse and settle the matters that have been affecting your relationship for quite a long time. And this, I believe, will help you to unbottle all the bottled anger, bitterness, and aggression. And you have perfect heart, peaceful heart to relate with your spouse. Then promise that henceforth you will be forgiving each other as the offense arises. I can tell you, I can show you, your marriage will be peaceful, stable, progressive, and prosperous. Have a nice time. Keep on enjoying your marriage. You can contact me for further cancer through WhatsApp number 080-3330-70986. Again, 080-3330-70986. 986. The main romantic. Thank you.
Nugget number five. Managing the imperfections of your spouse. A happy marriage is not when a perfect man marries a perfect woman. Rather, it is the union of an imperfect man or woman who learn to manage and resolve their weaknesses and imperfections with understanding without nagging or even quitting the marriage. A genuine love between husband and wife is tested and grown through loving accommodation of each other's weaknesses, faults, and shortcomings. It is proof that genuine love bears all things, endures all things, and never fails. In any marriage, husband and wife do not correct or abuse each other openly. Rather, they correct each other in their closet without the knowledge of a third party. Even their children, they do not use abusive or harsh words against each other no matter the situation. They respect and honor each other. They are not put off by each other's weaknesses. The eternal fact you need to know is that people rate your spouse based on the way you present and honor him or her before them. Please note that when people do not respect your spouse, they will not respect you too. It needs to be stated here that whatever you say about your spouse or do unto him or her as a way of passing back unto you. Therefore, be careful. Do you know that exposing the weaknesses and fault of your spouse to others is like scraping him or her in the marketplace. It is highly destructive and degrading. Note this fact that a reputation once destroyed can never be the same again. Don't breach the vow of care and trust you made with your spouse. Husband, treat your wife as a queen and people will see you as a king and respect you. Wife, treat your husband as a king and people will see you as a queen to be respected and honored. If you trample on your spouse, people will never respect you. They may even drag you in the mud and humiliate you. The plain truth is that there are some of your spouse's behavior that you cannot change. Once you do then, you need to bear with such behaviors with love so that you will gradually develop the spirit of tolerance to accommodate them without provocation and bitterness. In fact, your spouse will see you as a friend indeed and appreciate you. Husband and wife that we attend to this do not have option of divorce in their marriages curriculum. They prefer to stay together happily the dead separate them no matter their imperfections and weaknesses. The longer their marriage, the more they blend together and their imperfections fade away gradually. This is an ideal marriage. Great caution. You should not allow a third party to castigate your spouse based on his or her weaknesses and imperfections. 
most of them bear more than that you are bearing with your spouses, without spouses, yet they are still living together. Number two, don't compare your spouse with any other person. You cannot know anybody deeply and intimately afar off. The person you are praising and admiring over and above your spouse may be worse than your spouse when you move closer to him or her. Three, and finally, always appreciate your spouse and be thankful unto God for giving you such a spouse. You will then enjoy your marriage and you will be fulfilled in other endeavors. I, will, I wish you all the best in your marriage. Please, you can contact me through WhatsApp number 080-330-70986. Again, 080-330-70986. Or you can email me. My main number is Lawrence Ayodele58 at yahoo.com. All letters in small letters. Keep on loving your wife and your husband, and you will discover that your marriage will be strong and blessed. Thank you. Now, get number six keeping your marriage love fresh always. Love is to marriage as fuel to automobile. Love is the fuel that generates the power for marriage to be successful. In case of automobile, the fuel needs to be refilled on a regular basis or else the vehicle will be granted. This is applicable to marriage love. It needs to be refreshed regularly so that the marriage can keep on moving smoothly without friction. If marriage love is to last, it should be unconditional love right from its conception. It should not be based on money, sex, beauty, material wealth, achievement, or any other mundane things. All these things are not stable as any couple that builds their love on them can never have a stable marriage. Marriage love must be growing by nourishing it with affection, care, good and regular communication, mutual trust, mutual centers, and also of other virtues that husband and wife must exhibit toward each other. In a marriage where these things are present, love will reign supreme and such a marriage will be blissful. Marriage love can diminish and fade away gradually. You need to examine the level of your marriage love regularly and determine if the love you have in your love bank in your marriage is dying and is reducing. When you detect that your love is depleting one way or the other, you must take immediate step before it is fully exhausted because once it is exhausted, there will be a lot of unmanageable conflicts and problems in the marriage. There are symptoms that husband and wife can notice and they will tell them that their love is dying. 
some of these symptoms are complaints about each other's conduct or behavior, aggression toward each other, loss of interest in each other, suspicion of each other, breakdown of communication between the other wife, bitterness resulted from remembrance of past offenses of each other, use of abusive and as words on each other, and of course, domestic violence. When you see all these symptoms manifesting in your marriage, settle down with your spouse, sort it out before it is too late. And I can say, all the above-mentioned symptoms create tension in the marriage. And if this tension is allowed to rise or escalate to higher level without check on time, it will lead to crisis and divorce. When any of the symptoms of fading love is detected, don't overlook it. Settle down with your spouse and fix it before it grounds your marriage. Watch it and keep your marriage love fresh every day. You can enjoy your marriage only if you can allow love to reign in your marriage and you will keep on enjoying blissful marriage and I believe it's achievable. Try it, you will have a lot of testimonies to share with other people. Remain romantic. In case you want to contact me, my WhatsApp number is 080-330-70986 or you can email me through lawrenceayodele58 at yahoo.com lawrenceayodele58 at yahoo.com Till next time, be romantic in your marriage. Nugget number seven. Husband and wife should be learners in the institution of marriage. In order to practice medicine or other professions, one must spend between four to ten years in a reputable and accredited higher institution. Many people spend the requisite years as students in such institution and yet they will not get any certificate because they failed the necessary courses. In other words, successful training precedes the insurance of certificate to practice any profession. Can you imagine a man without any medical training carrying out surgery? He will surely kill many people. Marriage institution is like this. Do you know that marriage certificate is issued to husband and wife as they are entering the institution of marriage. This seems to be absurd. This is the major reason many marriages failed. Indeed, marriage institution has been highly desecrated and perverted because of the fact that there is no proper training before entering into it. And this is against the plan of God for marriage. God established the marriage as the first institution of learning for a man and a woman that are joined together in the only wedlock. Therefore, 
husband and wife must learn the principles of relationship and how to establish a successful marriage if they will have a blissful marriage. In order to be successful in this institution, husband and wife must have a learning spirit, an understanding art, and readiness to apply the principles they learn in marriage institution. The family is the first institution for children to learn the principles of marriage right from their childhood. In this institution, children learn how their parents relate with each other. If their parents therefore have a successful marriage, the children will develop the necessary virtues to become responsible husbands and wives when they marry. When I saw my parents the way they were doing, from there I learned many principles on how to live happily and have a successful marriage and I'm still practicing what I saw them doing because I love the way they related with each other. Apart from the parent, one can learn the basic principles of a successful marriage in the following ways. Number one, by attending marriage and relationship seminars. Number two, by reading good books and journals on marriage and relationship. Number three, by reading the Holy Bible, which is God's manual for a successful marriage. Husband and wife must study it, that is the Holy Bible, and apply the principles therein in their relationship and activities. Number four, young couples can also learn from the successful senior couples in the institution of marriage. It is pertinent to state here that every couple needs a marriage counselor for them to maintain a healthy marriage. As people pay exorbitant money to have family doctors, any couple that wants a healthy marriage must have a marriage counselor. The marriage counselor will help them diagnose their marriage and determine if it is healthy or not. If the marriage is healthy, it will give them the guidance for it to remain healthy. If it's not healthy, it will give them the necessary prescription to heal their marriage and to avoid future marriage failure. The most neglected curriculum in the marriage institution is child training. Child training is highly necessary if husband and wife will train their children to become responsible adults. Neglect of child training is responsible for high rate of juvenile delinquency and moral decadence in society today. Untrained children cause tension between husband and wife. Examples even abound where untrained children become criminals and turn around to kill their parents. In conclusion, I will cancel both singles and couples that want to build a successful marriage to become students in the school of marriage as early as possible. It is never too late. You can start now. Please note that every phase in marriage needs special guidance 
to face the challenges of that phase and pass through it successfully. Are you still in doubt? Please contact me through my WhatsApp number 080-330-7786-080-330-7786 or you can email me. My email number is lawrenceayodele58 at yahoo.com Please continue enjoy your marriage and make sure that you are learning so that your marriage can be successful. Thank you. Now get number eight. Mutual acceptance of husband and wife. In the course of establishing the first marriage, that is the marriage between Adam and Eve, God removed a rib from Adam and created a woman with it, even though Adam did not know the time that God removed the bone from his body and he did not even see the scar on his body. He accepted the woman brought to him by God as his wife, saying, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, since I be called woman, because she was taken out of man. The woman too accepted Adam as her husband. The marriage between Adam and Eve is the divine model for the subsequent marriages. One of the keys to a successful marriage that we could learn from the marriage of Adam and Eve is mutual acceptance of both husband and wife. As a husband, you must accept your wife as bone of your bones and flesh of your flesh. As a wife, on the other hand, you must accept that you are part of your husband. The fact that the bone removed from Adam was not replaced teaches us that neither husband nor wife is complete being alone. Husband and wife must regard their union as one before they can work together to build a successful marriage. Always remember the mathematics of marriage the two shall be one. Musa acceptance helps husband and wife in building a successful marriage in the following ways. Number one, they will treat each other with care and love. Two, they will be fond of each other. Three, they will not assault each other, nor do anything that can deform each other. Number four, they will have feeling for each other. Five, they will depend on each other, knowing fully well that none of them is complete. Six, they will forgive each other when there are offenses. Seven, they will plan and work together for the success of their marriage. Eight, they will accept mutual responsibility for whatever happens in their marriage. And nine, they will not seek for divorce under any circumstance. I say again, they will not seek for divorce under any circumstance. With mutual acceptance, husband and wife have plowed a fertile land on which their marriage love can germinate, grow, and be well rooted. 
Surely their marriage will be successful and blissful. If the concept of mutual acceptance is yet to be in operation in your marriage, you and your spouse should work together as to how to attain to this lofty goal to build a successful marriage. And you will have every reason to be happy for it. Stay together and be happy for being husband and wife. For your question, WhatsApp me on my number 080-330-70986. Again, 080-330-70986. Or you can email me, Lawrence Ayodele58 at yahoo.com. Lawrence Ayodele58 at yahoo.com. The next time, remain romantic. Thank you.